Welcome, welcome, welcome back in one of the bravest corners of the internet. It's BG and the coach. I am the coach. With me as always is BG. BG, what's happening? Coach, I think you met one of the most popular parts of the internet as we welcome our millions, Mm -hmm. nay, billions of listeners back for another episode this week. Lots to talk about. And even though the football season is over, we're done. No football until September. You wanted to come out hot with a football topic all i have left to hold on to is i was watching the pro bowl oh okay you're the only one but continue um uh, the entire country is with me on this like we cannot get enough of our football and the pro bowl which has been the absolute worst part of the nfl season they've done everything to try to spice things up there and i think they finally succeeded this year with what was a, I mean, it, the centerpiece was a flag football game, which is awesome because you get to see all the athletic skills minus the potential for injuries. Um, but the rest of the week, weekend, whatever it was, is was filled with all sorts of different skills challenges that actually made the game really fun and made the whole week fun. And that got me thinking. Why don't we do this more in sports? Shouldn't the whole goal of everything be what is going to be the most fun scenario? Okay, I got a lot to unpack there. But can we just start with this first premise? That the Pro Bowl is by far the worst All-Star game of all of the sports. I don't even know all of the sports is All-Star game. But certainly of the big four, the Pro Bowl is the worst. And we'll start with the fact that it's at the end of the season when there's nothing to care about anymore. Mm -hmm. Can you rank them quickly? Can you do a spur-of-the-moment ranking? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go baseball number one. Why? Not necessarily for the game, but because the home run derby is so compelling. Okay, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Right. And then right behind that, I'll go NBA yeah. because the slam dunk yeah. contest and even the three-point shooting contest are pretty compelling. Yeah, and agreed. some of those other random weird ones with the dribbling, I don't even know exactly what they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skills are, challenges, yeah. Yeah, those are compelling. I'm going to put hockey as third because at least it's middle of the season they've like experimented with different formats where they have like round robin tournaments it's just a lot of goals being scored but the players actually are somewhat playing and Mm -hmm. then a distant fourth is football where up until this year i don't even think anyone cared like i think they basically were walking through the game oof buried behind hockey that is it's a brutal ranking right there but i think accurate right yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's a ridiculous. It's everyone. This is not a hot take. Like everyone agrees, it's an awful thing. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Is because they actually made some dramatic changes, and I everything seemed to point to them getting in a room and saying, "What is going to be the most entertaining thing we can do?" And they came up with this whole slew of different skills events, the kind of things that like you would want to do if you were. If you were a kid and you were like, I want to see what my favorite athletes can do in terms of flag football or in terms of throwing a ball through a hoop, that kind of thing. I actually kind of think that all of these all-star games should move further away from the game and more towards skill competitions. Because like you Mm -hmm. said, one, that's what we wanted to do as kids. And two, don't we ultimately want to just know who's the best at each specific skill set? Like I could tell you very little growing up about the hockey all-star game. But I can tell you that for like seven years in a row, Al McKinnis had the hardest slap shot because that was part of the skills <laughs> competition. With and who didn't want to know who had the hardest hockey shot? 
Yeah, you're onto something. I was thinking the exact same type of thing. It, it should everything should center on the most basic, uh, primal type attributes. What I mean by that is like who's the fastest, who's the strongest. Yeah. So Pro Bowl, what they really should do is even simplify further. Everyone needs to do forty yard dash. Everyone. <laughs> Like maybe break it down by position group to make it a little bit more fair. But I think you do a, a pure speed competition and then get everyone on the bench press and just see who can pop out the most number of reps. Who's the strongest dude in the NFL? I love your idea, but I want to push back on your idea of breaking down the 40 yard dash by position group mm-hmm. because you know at some point there's going to be a real fast O lineman and a real slow QB. And I just want the optics yeah. of seeing that O lineman beat the QB across the finish line. And we don't need to stop there. I literally would just take every QB in the league, put them on the 20-yard line, and just have them chuck a a football as far as they can throw Mm -hmm. it. And see who's got the strongest arm. Just settle it once and for all. Yeah. And you know what we also need to add to this? Our stakes. Meaning, like, there's got to be something on the line here. So I think this happens in, uh, right, the other sports, like whoever wins in baseball, they get home field advantage in the World Series. Is that still a thing? They used to do that, and they ended up canceling that because they're like, we you. probably shouldn't make the the championship of our game dependent on this meaningless all star game. I um, want to lean into that. <laughs> I want it, I want like the stakes should be absurdly high for how unimportant this event is. So if an offensive lineman beats a quarterback in the forty, that quarterback has to be benched for the first three games of the season. Oh, I was just going to say, cut him. He's out of the league. <laughs> you want to you talk stakes? Let's put people's jobs on the line. Line up every QB, have that, have that throwing competition. Worst, worst 10, boom, they're done. Out of the league. Opens okay, up new can... spots for some talent. <laughs> That's, people are going to train for that. You do that. And also, who's not going to watch that event? We're already on something because I will skip out on a relative's wedding if it means it's coinciding with an event like that. Maybe more realistically, between losing your job and being benched for three games, we can take a page out of the Fast and Furious playbook, and they just they go for pink slips. That might be the best Whoa. middle ground here. Yeah, like everyone brings their car; they put them on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I need everyone has to physically hold a pink piece of paper so that we all know what's going on. I don't see. Here's the problem, though. I'm not going to care about them in their cars. But if you're telling me that they're having a 40-yard dash and the loser is going to get cut from his team, I am glued to that screen. Can you imagine that's, the photo finishes? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I also think we have to go back to position groups, though. Because it wouldn't be – like you've got to break it down yeah. by – so if, we, if you lose your job, it's got to be by position group. <laughs> yeah. I think we can agree on that. All right, fine. I'll give in. I'll compromise on the position group if it means – they're playing for literal pink slips for their job. <laughs> Jobs and cars. Let's. I don't know why we should take any of our ideas off the table. We should be piling them onto each other. Oh, yeah. You got your jobs, so bring your employment form and bring your pink slips. <laughs> or we could do it per event, right? Like the 40-yard dash is for the job, bench press is for the pink slips, and we can do like uh a random skills competition for like loser has to shave their head and we'll just go from there. Yeah. So that's, maybe that's some wrestling ideas. Okay. Th- can I talk to you about wrestling for a second? Always like this is where just going back to our main thesis here of like the NFL has got to make this more entertaining and let that be their guiding principle. 
wrestling does this so well. Wrestling will sit down and say, we don't care about anything else. If you tell me that the American people find a goat running into a brick wall repeatedly, the most entertaining thing possible, then get me goats on line one and get me those brick wall people on line two. They won't hesitate for a second. That's what the NFL mindset needs to be. And that's like what we're trying to to build here. Like, forget about it. It doesn't even have to be football related. I lost everything you said after you did your phone call analogy. And I want to break this down for our listeners here. Because you said, get me the goats on line one, suspending reality that the goats will talk. And then as you went to line two, I'm only assuming you were going to say, get me the brick walls on line two. But that was too far a bridge to cross. Goats talking, we can do. But it needs to be, it needs to be brick wall people on line two. And I, I'm going to be honest, I did not hear a single word you said after that because I started daydreaming about, I wonder if he was going to say brick wall and then immediately audible to brick wall people or if he just went full in for the brick wall people. But yes, anyway, you are correct. We need more showmanship. And maybe they should just hire Vince McMahon or who's ever running Russell. Yeah. I think it's Triple H maybe. Just get one of those guys to do the ideas. Because even think about the first iteration of the XFL. It was horribly dangerous, and we probably shouldn't use those exact ideas. But only Vince McMahon could say, okay, instead of the coin flip, we're going to do exactly what eight-year-olds across the country have been doing. We're going to put the football on the 50-yard line, line everyone up on the 30-yard line, and just blow a whistle, and whoever gets the ball first wins. That's what an incredible idea. Yeah. Even hiring him as a consultant just to focus on the Pro Bowl would be well worth every dollar spent seeing as they just spent eight hundred thousand dollars on the grass at the super bowl which turned into an (laughs) abysmal disaster don't tell me you couldn't kick that 800k to vince mcmahon to figure out this pro bowl or another example just to throw it out there randomly the 900 plus million they had to pay to the city of st louis for stealing the team i'm just saying if you stop doing things like that yes yeah, yeah, just a random example. You certainly could afford to pay Vince McMahon a consulting fee if you would just stop doing things like that. Yeah. Listen, I'll also say this. Like, I like what you said about like doing things that kids themselves are doing, which again, maybe it doesn't even just be football related. Like it should be arcade type games. I want to know which <laughs> NFL player can hit the most number of gophers before they disappear. <laughs> I want to see the NFL players competing in those old-timey, like where you shoot the water gun and your horse moves slowly but surely. Yeah, like I want to know which NFL player is the best at that. So I don't even need to see. Duck Hunt. On Nintendo? BG, you came to play on this episode. Duck Hunt. What a weird game, by the way, to have children play, but fun. Really fun. Very strange. And (laughs) obviously, there would have to be very strict rules so that they don't experience what I experienced in my childhood, which was losing friends over those friends going right up to the screen and putting the gun (laughs) right on top of it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, No. There were some ugly incidents in my past. Those people should never have been your friends. Oh, they were not soon thereafter. That was (laughs) that was it. I took my cartridge, I blew on it to make sure it would work the next time, and I stormed home. As you should. As yeah. you should. Duck hunt at the I'm, Pro Bowl. That's just a moneymaker right there. I'm with you. I, if I could also say, one of the most impressive things I've ever seen a football player do was years ago before the draft, they showed a video. I think it was Adam Archuleta. So wow. Throwback, wow. Standing in the shallow end of a pool. And without holding on to anything, he jumped out of the pool. Which doesn't mm-hmm. sound that impressive. But when you watch it and then try yeah. and do it, as I, of course, tried, it's, it's incredibly impressive. 
I would pay just to watch them try and do that and see who's capable of it. Yeah. I that's I think like combining pure strength, pure speed competition with just like what are kids playing right now? And it's probably not duck hunt, which hurts my heart to no end. But like, <laughs> what are kids playing right now? It's impossible oh, I, to know at Beach. I wouldn't couch. even want to know. I, I, <laughs> this is this is not the show if you're coming for video game news. I can prom I don't even know what current iteration of the system we're up to. And I'm not 87 years old like Coach is, but I there is no chance I could tell you what people are playing for video games. We probably didn't even need to say that based on the show so far, because our <laughs> idea of what kids are playing right now so far has been Duck Hunt, which was on the original <laughs> Nintendo system, and old-timey carnival games. That water at the feet. <laughs> like, There's from, no like, way those exist anymore. It's <laughs> a different century. <laughs> the amount of listeners who are going to even know what hitting a gopher is, when you're referencing that, <laughs> less than 5%, for sure. I, couldn't even, I didn't even say whack-a-mole. Like, even whack-a-mole yeah. would have probably <laughs> helped people be like, oh, that's what you're talking about, you weirdo. Can we can we open this up to other sports, though, instead yeah. of our hyper-focus on the cartel known as the NFL? Regrettably, yes, I'll allow it. What would you, as a, dare I say it, uh, non-hardcore baseball fan, what yeah. would you want to see from a skills competition for baseball? Because Home Run Derby is pretty awesome as it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to think of the exciting aspects of the sport, and there are so few. Home runs, obviously, <laughs> being one of them. <laughs> I know our listeners can't see BG in that shot when I said that, but it was just like nodding, 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 and then suddenly your eyes got huge as you realized what I was saying. <laughs> watch the grade, watch the grass blades grow. That might be that. Those are probably the two events: home run derby and a grass growing contest. What about okay? What about? Fastest pitch. Yeah, fastest pitch. I, my, I was going there. What about fastest home running around the bases back home? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would, similar to the football idea, have everyone just line up at home plate and chuck a baseball as far as they could. You're telling me someone's going to throw it into the stands. Yeah. I just I feel like these are like retreads of the football one, though, right? Except for home runs. Yeah, but just better because it's baseball. But uh, you're right. I guess similar, similar. Yeah, I think baseball just needs to be... The whole thing should be canceled. It just needs to be... (laughs) Well, at least give us the home run derby, coach. (laughs) Did I go too far? Like, unless they're doing pink slips, like, I'm not... I'm probably not going to be watching. We could still put that in there. You want to do home run derby where the person who hits the least is out of a job, you know I'm co-signing. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm open to it. I just don't know that there are other ideas... Beyond here's the beauty, I think, of what we're proposing is it would work for any of the major sports. Right. And the truth is, I think hockey used to do exactly this. Like hardest shot, they still do fastest skater. I think so. They've been running the gauntlet on that. I don't know. Maybe the reason it's not as popular is they need to take our idea, get pink slips, jobs, cars, throw it all out there. Uh, Can I add one thing to hockey that's so blindingly obvious? Yeah. Fighting. Should just be fighting. Should have like a Mortal Kombat type <laughs> tournament set up, and yeah, just the I'm best in. goons. Goons, by the way, is such a great word because it's only used in very specific situations, <laughs> and for whatever reason, hockey goon, like hockey, is one of those. So you get all the goons from each team, and you just do that tournament style, and have them duke it out. My only concern is oh, that's going to get real ugly. Yeah, 
forget the fighting part. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's going to get real ugly when we start putting jobs on the line for these fights. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you might as well just make it a Hell in a Cell match in, <laughs> on the ice and call it a day. Yeah, all this is derived from wrestling. Like This, this is why if you did your career is on the line for hockey players and had each team's best enforcer enter into the octagon. I mean, I, I wouldn't miss a second of that. I also, I would definitely watch for hockey, like the one-on-one match that like Gordon Bombay and the coach of the Iceland team oh, yeah. have like the first shootout. one to three, but it's one, on, not even a shootout. It's like a one-on-one first one to three into the goal. I would watch that. Oh, that is a good one too. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about where he trips him up and yeah, 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 of course. shot on the knee. I would watch that event. Yeah, that's a very hockey specific thing. That's a good one for Yeah, that one has to be hockey specific. Hockey appears to be the easiest one to do this for, but honestly, if the NFL were to just follow a few of these suggestions, it would be infinitely better. And they're already improving it, so this will put them over the top. Yeah. Although I wonder if I'm going to put my conspiracy tinfoil hat on, Coach. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. There are some who say football itself is not sustainable because it's too dangerous of a sport and also because they don't care about the head injuries of its players. But like putting that part aside, just the fact that it's too dangerous of a sport. Do you think they're opening the door for flag football to be even more popular than it is and have more parents transition their kids to flag football? Man, that's a good question. Because I wonder if they're opening Pandora's box a little bit when people see, I mean, like the three people in addition to you who watch the Pro Bowl see how more fun that is and clearly safer. I just wonder if they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Wow. That's a, that is a, this is like if this were a real podcast, <laughs> like. Should I take that to NPR? Well, I'll move, yeah, I'll move that over. <laughs> I feel like we need to like send that question in to PBS or 60 Minutes or something like that. That's the realest question that's ever been asked on this show. It dropped a truth. You thought my eyes got big <laughs> when Coach said cancel baseball. <laughs> the look on Coach's face when I just <laughs> dropped that question. <laughs> in case our listeners want to understand the disparity and intelligence between the two of us. I struggled to describe whack-a-mole, <laughs> and you just dropped a truth bomb getting at the very heart of America's favorite sport. I, I, the, honestly, that's really, I got to spend like uh, time even thinking about that. But my initial reaction is makes a ton of sense offensively, but for the defense, like you're just wiping out such a core part of the game in terms of tackling that. I mean, that seems like it would take a long time for everyone being okay with that going away. Yeah, that's that's fair. I hear that. Do you think I'm going to get a call from Roger Goodell tomorrow yeah. with like a distorted voice that says like "cancel your podcast if you want to live" and then just the click? I feel <laughs> like I'm setting myself up for mortal danger now. Dropping think, too many truths. I think it's a combination of that and the NFL is going to put out a smear campaign against <laughs> ribbons of all types, especially yellow and red ones. Oh, have you heard that flags cause cancer? <laughs> uh, trust me. Trust me. Our doctors are saying that. That and multiple concussions are totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> the, the belts actually dig into you on your waist, <laughs> causing those little imprint marks on the side of your body, which is, as doctors all know, far more dangerous than any head injury could be. That is terrible for your hemoglobin, according to a study that I just <laughs> I just read and put together.
BG at all. (laughs) Speaking of things, coach, that have changed over Mm -hmm. time, like the football, maybe going to flag football. You were recently telling me you found it fascinating to see a picture of LeBron James breaking the all-time scoring record in the NBA and comparing the crowd in that picture to the crowds maybe even, let's say, 15 years ago. Yeah, there's an image flying around Twitter. We'll post it up on our account so everyone knows what we're talking about. But it was all over the place that juxtaposed two different games. One was LeBron hitting the shot that with the ball kind of suspended in the air that made him the all-time points leader in the NBA. And the other picture was of Michael Jordan in his, I always say final, he did play afterwards, but his final championship game against the Jazz, when he hit a final shot to win it in game six. It's an iconic shot where he held up his hand in the air. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you hate basketball. so Or sports. Or sports in general. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you listening to the show? Yeah. So, it's the pop so, culture part. The, the comparison part was the crowd in these photos. And in one shot of Jordan taken in 98, I believe, it's everyone, cell phones weren't around and certainly weren't, all, you know, it's ubiquitous. There's the word I'm trying to look for. And Ooh. so everyone is just Ooh. looking at the actual shot going down. Whereas the LeBron photo, you can't even see anyone's face in the crowd because every single person is holding up their phone and recording and taking pictures. Now, this could veer into old man rant very quickly and get off my lawn. But, BG, you and I have talked about this for many years, not just about sports, even just like general taking pictures on vacation. That picture of LeBron or Jordan, there is a Google image picture way better than the one that you're taking or video that you're taking available online. Put your phone down and just take in the moment. Yeah. Uh, And listen, take it from the two guys who are still playing Duck Hunt. (laughs) <laughs> on their Nintendo systems. And I know we're getting into, like you said, coach cliche, old man territory, but don't you want to appreciate and be a part of the moment? Like, I just don't even understand the thinking. Exactly like you said, I promise you there's a better picture of that than whatever anyone has on their cell phone from that crowd. Yeah. So all you're doing is basically having the picture on your phone to say, you took this. But wouldn't it be so much better to say, oh, I was there and describe what was happening and describe the emotions you were feeling, which you can't really say if all you're doing is trying to get the thing on the phone. And like you said, this, like our podcast, goes beyond just sports Mm -hmm. and really is just about life in general. Like you said, when you're on vacation and you see a beautiful sunset, why is the first natural reaction, let me take a picture of it, as opposed to let me just appreciate the sunset. And if I want to see one in picture Mm -hmm. form, I'll open up my laptop and have it as my background yeah i find it bewildering when you look at people's photo albums from vacation and it's nothing but scenery shots like even having you or the people you're with in the photo makes a difference like that's great that's fine like yeah, no one's totally gonna find different. that online obviously yeah i hope you if will. you do <laughs> if you do you should <laughs> contact the authorities because that's that's not good not a good thing. But yeah, like to me, it always throws me off when I see nothing but like, wow, that's 54 pictures of a tree. Like you really, <laughs> really should go online, find a high quality one. Um, if anything, I get it. Like people are doing this so at the end of the day, they can say they were there. And this is my video to show that. 
But that doesn't prove anything. If you really want to show that you've got a unique video of LeBron hitting that historic shot, you should bring a camcorder to the game. Because the video from the camcorder, <laughs> having the little date in the corner and having it clearly be on cassette, people will know then that you were there. That'll be yeah. a unique one. And that's unique. I'm totally with you. Again, from the guys still playing Duck Hunt, <laughs> biggest piece of advice we can give you, camcorders. This episode is burying us right now. Absolutely yeah. burying us. Camcorders, and I'll throw in this, maybe you just want a picture, Polaroid. Bring a Polaroid. Polaroid. Yeah, I, that there's nothing better than that. And plus, like, I feel like it's easier to just do a quick shot of that and then wait for it to develop. You can put it down and still watch the rest of the game. Or yeah, the rest of the show. and that way you're still, yeah. And if you feel an absolute need for technology to connect you, like you need to jot down some notes from when you were there, bring that Palm Pilot out. <laughs> it's a perfect place to take some notes. I was going to suggest just a stone tablet. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, if you could chisel, chisel out like... <laughs> Coach was here, then I think you'll really be. And then you can just take that everywhere. Yeah, I think we've got some great ideas here. Well, let me tell you, Coach, what's timeless. Doesn't matter what generation you're in. And that's this podcast right here, BG and the Coach. It was relevant hundreds of years ago. It'll be relevant hundreds of years from now. But if you want to listen to it right now, today, you can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also chat with us on the Twitter machine at BG and the Coach. And until next time, enjoy a delicious, cold, old school scoop of the greetings. 